My guy. My man, how you doing? I'm old. I'm tired. I work with children. No, I'm just playing. I'm good, man. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm man, just if, ready if people, to talk wrestling this week. If, if people only knew what we go through to try to get this podcast done every week. Yeah, no. <laughs> Life is crazy, but I'm glad we're talking wrestling. Let's let's the, let's get the, to it. The struggle is real, as the, the kids str- say. The struggle is real. Well, uh, I'd like to start off by welcoming you all to Unscripted Violence. Thanks for joining myself, Stagger Lee, and J-Dog, Jason. So, what, what is the, what's the new week? (laughs) Man, it feels like. It's the scrum that is never going to die. The the news from the media scrum. I just actually got some news while we were texting on when we were going to start. So, apparently, when the Bucks came down to Puck's locker room, they actually had, I don't know if this is true or not, but they had like a another EVP with them that's like a lawyer or whatever. And they tried to I heard it. it. I yeah, heard it. They, they tried to defuse it, but then when it started getting violent, they left and they ran off. But apparently... Both sides are threatening threatening legal action if any of them are are fired. Because here's the weird thing about the whole thing. Because I told you earlier, I got a report that uh, Tony Khan knew what Punk was going to do at the Scrum. Now I don't know if he knew he was going to go into like exact detail or what Punk was going to say or whatever, but he knew Punk was going to. I, I thought he knew how he was going to go into it. Yeah. So, um, so. Uh, Dave Melter and you know you can take what Melter says for for what it's worth half the time, but he said yeah. that they're waiting on the uh, investigation to finish, and also both sides have threatened uh, legal action if either are fired. Um, I, and I guess there was threat they were threatening each other with legal action while they were fighting too. I don't. I'm just so. Uh, I'm this just so this cool. thing this thing is just oh man it won't go away will it? Yeah, I, you know. I, I think, and I could be wrong, and I'm not speaking for CM Punk, and I, I know I'm a Punk fan, and I'm a Punk over, and we were talking about it a little bit last night, and I got too tired to argue anymore, and I was about to go to bed, <laughs> but I, I think he thought that, like, he was going to say what he was going to say, and then just go away off into the sunset for a while, and, uh, you know, get his surgery, and come back, and maybe turn it into an angle, and then it just got out of hand, because right. I mean, if you remember when Punk started, like, it was happy-go-lucky Punk, he was happy to be back in wrestling, it seemed like... We were going to get a different CM Punk, and then he got pissed off, and, you know, we're not going to go over it again. We went over it in long detail. You can find that episode in our archives, but um, uh, it's just... And then now I just got word. I just got a, a report, like, sent to me or whatever. Like, nobody, like, none of the EVPs that have been suspended or anybody in the back knows how long that their suspension's for. And and I'm going to talk about it when we talk about the beginning of Dynamite, when Tony Khan makes this big announcement. But... Um, like some good news is like this week Kenny Omega's in Tokyo um, with uh, Michael Nagazaka and Crystal Daniels to uh, promote the video game so uh, saw that they were in Japan I, I knew Kenny Omega was I didn't know Nakazawa was and Daniels and Daniels went so they were going to be oh. off this week anyway and like that's why I think they haven't really announced the suspension for Punk either because you know he's had he had surgery and he's off six to nine months so right. I, you know, I guess they're waiting on, I guess this investigation still going on. 
like I don't know in the now center where they're at if there was like cameras in the hallway if there's camera because I doubt there's cameras in a locker room because I think that would be a legal issue but um, I don't know it's all really weird but so somebody somewhere I mean I wish I was a fly on the wall well they said like uh, like MJF was like I don't know if MJF was in Punk's locker room or was nearby, but apparently he was like one of the witnesses that they interviewed and, and some other people. So, I mean, who knows? It led to a talent meeting before this week's Dynamite. Uh, Jericho, Moxley, and Danielson kind of held it, tried to get a, you know, a rah-rah going, try to get people up in better spirits. Um, you could tell, you could tell that they did something like that during the show too, because everybody seemed to be amped up a little bit higher. Yeah, that they did, and, and, and Moxley's pissed. I guess he was going to go on a six-week vacation. Right. Um, he even he even in in yeah, Dynamite. Yeah, his buddy was went on some podcast today. I forget they were going to go fishing and they were going to do some other stuff. And uh, you know, he got called back, and uh, we'll see what's going to happen. Um, we'll talk about that a little later. Um, Brian Danielson did a Q and A, and and Van. I think it was in Vancouver or something. I don't know why he's all the way in Vancouver, but. Um, he did a Q&A, which I thought had some interesting responses. Somebody asked him if they ever thought he'd go back to WWE, and he said no. Um, he said that this contract that he signed with AEW would be his last wrestling contract. He wants to worry about being a dad. Um, he's more about going... He wants to go... He doesn't want to go back in the past, so that's why he doesn't want to do the yes thing anymore in AEW and stuff like that. And right. uh, he wants to work New Japan and do the G1 and... He likes the AEW schedule because it's a lot lighter. Like he only has to work once a week and uh, things like that, so he can be a dad. So, and then I guess somebody asked him if he wanted to have a female ver- uh, member in the uh, Blackpool Combat Club. He said no. He wasn't really interested in adding a woman to it. Um, somebody asked for, uh, yeah, I thought that was because I, I would think that would be something that would be awesome. Imagine Jamie Hader in the Blackpool Combat Club. I exactly her. Oh my gosh, you mind. She'd be like <laughs> she'd be like the Rhea Ripley of the judgment day on WWE. She'd be a yeah. badass chick that could, you know, mess people up. But he yeah. said he wasn't he, he said he didn't really see that now, but but who knows? Um somebody asked how the Black Bull Combat Club came about and he said when him and Moxley did the promo, there was no like um like he was supposed to stay healed, but when they did the promo for their match, you know, he started talking about how they could like, you know, have a Lee Moriarty or a Daniel Garcia or Wheeler Yuta in the group and they could teach him. And then when they got to the back, Moxley was like, Hey man, you made a lot of good points. Maybe we could do this. And then William Regal got released and came over and that's how the Black Bull Combat Club, it wasn't even supposed to happen, but that's how it came about. Um, Happened because I think it's, in my opinion, that is the best faction in AEW. See, we disagree on that in a way. Like, I like the Blackpool Combat Club. Don't get me wrong. But Brian Danielson was on such a roll as a heel. Like, he was the best heel in wrestling. And I thought he was doing such great work as a heel. Like, I loved it when he had somebody down. and, and like a He's, he's, he's great either way to me. Either way. He still comes out of the heel tunnel, so who knows. So I'm pretty sure we're going to get Danielson versus Moxley in the main event at Grand Slam, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. Um, that's that's what I was thinking too. I was I looked at and the way all the matches are set up, it it looks it looks to be that way. Unless they go Jericho, which they they possibly Tony Khan is a, a big Jericho mark. 
It's a big Jericho market. He has been on a roll lately. Hey, um, Jericho helped with the start of the company. He helped immensely. Yeah. Well, so. that, when Tony Khan started the company, there was three people he wanted in the company. He wanted Jericho Punk and Jim Cornette. And that's that's been said on numer- numerous podcasts and everything like that. And then Cornette backed out whenever, because Tony Khan said, hey, I'm going to be the booker. I'm going to be the one that does all the decisions and everything like that. And Cornette, and, and Cornette, does, Cornette does not like in one bit. You well, know? he wanted to be able to make decisions on creative with him and Tony was like, no, I'm going to be the last draw. I make all the decisions. And, you know, Cornette right. need the money and things like that. But well, Jim Cornette's kind of stuck in the past. Uh, a little bit. I mean, if you ever listen to his podcast, which I do from time to time, I, like, I like, listen to it. I listen to it. He likes the punk stuff. He likes some of the other stuff. Um, yeah, he does. I, I see what he. Omega. I see. I see what he doesn't like too. But I don't know. I. I find myself disagreeing more with him than I agree with him. I agree with him on some stuff, and I disagree with him on some stuff. I'll say that. I mean, we're about fifty-fifty. But you know. Yeah. Okay. He's he's an you know he's an old school cat. He enjoys the 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 history of wrestling. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, he's um, he's great. He's he's a he's a great wrestling historian. Yeah. He's got he's got shit. He tells stories. And I love that's one reason why I listen to him is the stories he tells. Yeah, I do too. And I, you know, he makes a point sometimes where you don't like if you're gonna bleed in the first match, what are you gonna do the rest of the night? Like, he makes a lot of valid points sometimes, and I think he could actually help AEW if that ever happened. But I don't see that happening. Yeah, he um, just doesn't. He just doesn't like a lot of new school shit. And I, yeah. I, I, like I said, I, I can see his point, but I don't agree with him. Yeah, I, you know. Yeah, everybody's allowed to have their opinion, I guess. But uh, Omega, uh, supposedly Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks have sent feelers to the WWE to see if there would be any interest when their contracts are up. Kenny Omega's contract's really weird. Like, I don't know if they do the same thing. Their contracts aren't up to, like, what? To, like, well, like that? the Bucks Bucks are up in 2023. 2023? Oh, okay. And Kenny's was supposed to be up this year, but... I don't know with the surgery and him being out for so long. Like, like WWE freezes contracts when you're injured. Yeah, so like, I wonder if, if AEW if, did that. Right. So, I don't know. And so, we'll see. I don't see Kenny Omega and the Bucks and WWE. Just, I mean, if they want to go to get get a payday, I, I don't see how they would make more, much more than they do now. Because I'm sure they get paid as a wrestler and as an executive. But, I think they would. I think they would do good. I disagree. I, think, I disagree. I think Triple the H. Bucks, I think Triple H could do do things with them. Well, I mean, what would they do? They're they're a comedy act, really. If you think about it, they already have a comedy act tag team with the New Day. Really, WWE doesn't push tag team wrestling that much. Um, the Bucks. Remember, you remember a few years ago when Gallows and Anderson was hot with the Bullet Club and they signed with the WWE, and then they pushed yeah, it a little they, bit. they pissed it away. They yeah, did. They, yeah. You, but that was that was Vince McMahon's regime. I think the Triple H regime is, is going to be. But see, the, the thing with the Bucks and Omega is they they want to do their BTE, which is on hiatus right now. They've suspended filming that for a while. I don't know if that has to do with suspensions. But Kenny Omega's thing is like wrestling a long match and doing cool stuff, and they just don't really do that. I mean, they do it on pay per view, but I think maybe they would want them just to steal the EVPs away. I guess, but they already did that with Cody. 
And it's not yeah. like if, if the Bucks showed up in the WWE, would they really get a big? Re- I, a lot of people I don't think in WWE know the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, so I don't think they would get that big reaction. I could be wrong. I don't it, think they got a they got a bigger name now, and you really don't know the the ratio of fans that watch both shows. But who would? I mean, do you think Kenny Omega really wants to feud with the Miz? Do you really? I mean, do you think they? I I don't know. I don't think they would put Kenny Omega in the world title scene right away. I just don't think. And I don't think they want to go through in their career, like, Kenny Omega, let's say he goes to WWE. So he's going to be in the IC pitcher and then, uh, or the US title, and then maybe it'd years be from now. up to Triple H and what he thought of him, you know? Well, see, and I was thinking about this, and I, you know, WWE is like the thing right now. People are like, oh my God, it's so much better. But really, a lot it hasn't really changed. I mean, it's just really. I have watched it, and I was not. I was not wowed. Yeah, there's. They, he brought in a few people, and he's changed a few things. But it's really the same product, really. Yeah, so, it, it is. I I was, and that's that's why I'm I'm not. Yeah, until, well, and I was like a, a, a bigger change than that. You know, I, I have to see yeah. something. Yeah, what I was told was. The WWE people really didn't. They, though, what I was told, and I don't know if this is right or not, but I was told the Omega Bucks didn't get the answer they wanted. So I don't know. Maybe they're just yeah. trying to play this as putting this out in the media to get more money for Tony Khan. I don't know. They're probably so, using it as a, bar, as a bargaining. Yeah. You know? It was just fine. Yeah. Um, Leave their options open. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. And uh, if you want. If you want some comedy in your life, so the bakery that CM Punk mentioned, oh my god, I can't. I want to say it's called Michelle's or something like that, or I forget. Um, yeah. Shoot, you I know the, the Mindy's. Yeah, you can get the name off the presser or whatever. I think it's Mindy's. Mindy's. After, yeah, I think you're right. After, after Punk's drum, people put a whole bunch of like reviews on the website, and it's fucking hilarious. Like some people are like. You know, I'm old, I'm tired, I work with kids, but when I'm hungry, I go to Mindy's. Or, just like Scott Colton, I sure a baked cow with my mom, but one thing we can agree on is we can buy pastries from Mindy's Bakery. Like, there's like a hundred, it's like one of the funniest reads of your day. If you go to that and, and read the, it, it's fucking hilarious. I, I heard about it, I heard about it, I just didn't know where to find it. Yeah, uh, some people have posted screenshots on Twitter and Facebook. But I think if you go, I, I'll, I'll find the website and I'll let you know. But it's it's pretty. It's, yeah, shoot it, yeah. shoot it, memory. It's pretty funny. But uh, other than that, uh, really, we could just get into dynamite. I got a lot of stuff to say about this dynamite. It was um, it was a good dynamite. But I I have some I have some things that I've ran past people that I think would have made it a great dynamite. But we'll we'll see when we get there. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Also, Bobby Fish. Oh, this yes, mother, yes, yes. Do tell. Because this, this guy. So he hates, he hates CM Punk, which is really weird. Because he talks about how he doesn't respect Punk and how Punk stole Kenta's finishing move and didn't even change the name. But he came out either yesterday or today on his podcast and said that the Bucks refused to drop the titles to him and O'Reilly so that's why they put them in a group because they would not do business with the Red Dragons really interesting that's kind that's fucked up really 
Well, if you think about it, they've been doing the same shit with FTR. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So they're wow. using their EVP status, and which I don't understand. Like, if you're Tony Khan, you wanted the belt on the Red Dragons, you need to tell them, hey, you're dropping to the Red Dragons. Like, why are you better? And everybody wants to talk about how Punk doesn't want to put over new talent or be a prima donna or do this and that. Being a prima donna is not doing a job to somebody else to drop the titles. Red Dragon was no. hot. And then you're going to make them work together? You're not going to let them do the job. And then as a, as a oh, sorry, Red Dragon, we're going to make you guys be a team together? That's just really weird. Yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's. And then if you remember, if you remember him and Punk's match, did, he tried to kick see, out. Yeah, where he kicked out at the end. He tried to kick out of the GTS. Yeah, so, and he's bashing Punk, but he's not bashing the Bucks. And the Bucks are the ones that didn't want to do business with him. It's really weird. Like, I just, I don't know. So, yeah, why isn't he saying shit about the the Bucks? But he he made these comments before the scrum, didn't he? uh, No, he made them afterwards. So after the fight, he was like, oh, I don't I don't respect punks jujitsu. This is a podcast I'll never. So, yeah, same here. Same here. So, but uh, yeah, I I think that's all I got. until we get into the dynamite um, portion of the show, which I think I could have made it. I could have made it a great dynamite. Instead of just a good one, but I, I think it was I, I. I think for everything that happened, sort of, of a time period that they put together, a really good dynamite. But they missed, they missed an opportunity, and I keep, I and I will, I will keep talking about this, and I will keep complaining about this. Um, I, I will, you know what? Let's get into dynamite, and then I will. When we get to the sp- I don't know. When we get to the part when Tony Khan comes on screen, I want to rant. Okay, all right. I thought he handled himself pretty well, and, and uh, no, he did not. No, he did not. I, 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 I disagree. I think he was all right, but oh, anyway. Just wait. Hey, just wait till you gotta hear what I gotta say, and you're gonna be like, "Damn, Jason, you are so fucking smart." But anyway. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so we open the show with uh, the answering machine message uh, that Tony Khan left MJF to show up at All Out for a certain amount of money. And they, they play a video package of Stokely Hathaway and the outcome of the casino ladder match and MJF's winner. Uh, then, th- then after that, this Tony Khan gets in a pre taped statement. Oh, yeah, that, that, was, that was already. Okay. Yeah. So let, let me go into this. This first. is when he gets in his pre-tape segment. Okay, let me get to it. Because the crowd is booing him. If you listen closely, the crowd Oh, yeah, is- they, were, they were booing him the whole time. So, you have the wrestling world talking. Yes, if it's bad, I don't care. It's good, bad, ugly, whatever. You had Clash of the Castle, an NXT pay-per-view, and your pay-per-view. But everybody is talking about the scrum. WWE fans, AEW fans, everybody's talking about this. So Tony Khan gets up there on this pre-tape and just says, I've stripped the AEW world title and I've stripped the trios. Why, why did you strip the fucking titles? Why? why? Well, he's being very safe about it. Is what okay, he's but, but why? Here's my thing. If I'm fucking Tony Khan, do you remember when um, the Montreal Screwjob and then the next 
night on Raw, or maybe it was two weeks, but Vince McMahon got on there and said, Brett screwed Brett. Yes. And, and, and yeah. you know, he had the black guy. Man, man had his flair to him that did that. So I think Tony has the same. Oh no! Oh no! But all Tony had to do was go out. There's now. There's some people. Not everybody's on the fucking internet and and the IWC and know what's going on. Let's say I'm a wrestling fan, a casual wrestling fan, and I decide to watch with maybe my buddy or something. I watch all out, and I see Punk win the title, and I see the Elite win the trios title. And I'm like, you know what? That was pretty cool. I'm going to watch Dynamite. So I turn into Dynamite and I see Tony Khan saying, I stripped, I vacated the WW, or I vacated the world title. I va- If he would have came out there and said, after what happened this weekend, Punk screwed Punk. The Elite screwed the Elite. They're already booing him. I was, I was thinking that in my head. I was thinking that would be a great line. Is, and, I mean, and you got said, the crowd booing you already. So now you're becoming... You're becoming a character that's already a heel, and he he loves wrestling history. Tell me he wouldn't want to be out there being the bad guy, the bat. I mean, it could have been such a great angle. But yeah, I, I I see your point, and you know it makes sense. I just think he's playing it super safe right now with with the situation. Fuck and I don't think safe. I don't All think he, he knew uh, how to go about it. Fuck being safe. But nobody, but like, like I keep saying, like they keep, like I said, when this segment came on, they were at 1.2 million viewers. People wanted to see what the fuck was going to happen. What, what was going to be the aftermath? And all you said was, I vacated the world title. I vacated the trios title. And then you make a six man match, a trios match between Death Triangle and the best friends who each lost in like the first round of the fucking tournament. Why wasn't the Dark Order uh, given a title shot. Why was it somebody else? Why was it these two teams? Like it just, it just felt rushed to me. Like it felt like I got to make somebody champion, and then we get another fucking. I'm so tired of tournaments in AEW. I'm I'm just so over it. Why do you have rankings if you're just gonna have? I I am the opposite of you. I I love tournaments. Okay, I yeah, but we have one like ever since I was a kid. Well, he's he's had to kind of. Really? I mean, why, not, why don't you just think have he another? Done another? And do you think he should have done another interim? I don't. No, not an interim. Why not have the number one and number two ranked people fight each other for the title? Why? Why do we have fucking rankings? Why? Like, I mean, what's the point of having rankings if you're not going to freaking use them? A tournament's you know? fun. Oh my god! Not after you've already done like four in the last three months. It's like, oh my god, again? It hasn't been that many. Oh, what? It hasn't been like four in the last three months. Oh my god, it's been, there's been a lot of fucking tournaments, bro. We had the fucking, well, maybe not three months. Okay, six months. We had the Owen Hart fucking tournament with both men and women. Now we have this fucking tournament. We had another fucking It's only one or two matches an episode, though. But they're all tournaments, like... They're once great a, matches, though. What made the King of the Ring so special? It was once a year. Okay, cool. The NCAA tournament has a bracket once a year. Pretty cool. Why do you have rankings if you're not going to fucking use them? I just don't get it. It's the same shit with the women's match earlier. I used to hear people complain on about WWE about how they would have stupid contenders matches where a contender fights the champion. If they win, they don't get the title. 
they get a chance to fight the champion again. What the fuck? What? 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 Uh, I don't so, know. I, but he's kind of been put in a position to where he needed to do something. A tournament's probably the easiest thing for him to do right now. Short notice. Two. I mean, in two days. I. I you set up about what? What are we gonna do about dynamite? You set up Mox and whoever. MJF. Mox would have been a great, great choice to you set up Mox and MJF, the fucking chip person. And you, you say at Di- or at the big dynamite at Grand Slam, they're gonna fight for the vacated title. There you go. I don't need a tournament. I, I think I he wants. I think he wants to, to uh, build a story with MJF though, and he doesn't know with who. So I had to see Sammy and Darby for the 19th time on fucking dynamite or Rampage, and now I'm gonna see Sammy fight Mox next week. I don't really give a fuck. Well, nobody watches Rampage anyway, so you, you don't, don't have know. to. <laughs> it was actually a good Rampage because Dad's and Claudio fucking. Ran no, I, I I've watched Rampage. It hasn't been too bad. Yeah, but I'm just. I mean, you had. It was almost like when Bischoff got Bret Hart after the Montreal Screwjob. He didn't use him right. You have people buzzing, and then you don't even acknowledge what happened. I get there's legal ramifications. I, I get all that. I, I mean, I, I seriously do. Then again, it's pro wrestling. The judge ain't going to give a fuck. If you would have went out and just said, punk, fuck, punk, punk, screw, punk, the elite screwed themselves, we're going to have new champions. And then, so, if we have to have a, a tournament for the world title, why don't we have to have another tournament for the trio title? Why... Why were these two teams are automatically made for the championship match because you had already booked the match? So I mean, it was, so we so we Fox versus Danielson again. Oh my god! Well, just make it for just make the match for fucking Grand Slam and not go through a fucking tournament. <laughs> but it, it'll be a Grand Slam, won't it? I would have loved. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, it'll be a Grand. But, but yeah. we <laughs> we didn't need it to get there. But anyway, I just thought yeah. it built. Tony Khan would have been awesome, and I don't know. It, it could have been yeah, I, you know he could have he could have done else. Uh, I just think short notice that that he wasn't really in his best frame of mind with everything that went on. But you don't so, even you don't even acknowledge what happened. You take them out of the intro, you strip all their people, but you don't even mention it. Like. CM Punk and the Elite have been on your TV, your biggest stories for the last year. And now, all of a sudden, you know what? They're gone. But no reason why. I, yeah, I think, he's, he's, I, he's keeping safe with that. I, I, I still think, think it, he doesn't know what the situation's going to pan out to be, and he's just playing safe. See, I just think the other guys would have made a bigger deal out of it and would have made money off of it. And right now, we're, we're like, mm, I don't know. They're suing each other. Maybe they're not. But we're not going to mention it on TV. Why? I just, I don't know. It confused me. Yeah, well, well, he's in that pre-tape. He announces uh, the trios and world titles have been vacated, just like that, like you said. Then the trio title is going to be between best friends with, with, why, why is it best friends with Orange Cassidy? I thought they were all the best friends. I did too, and I was so wrong because I, I tweeted or I uh, I messaged you and I said your boy's about to be champ. Yeah, I really I thought, thought he was. I thought he was going to be fighting Pat. <laughs> That's what I thought. 
Uh, <laughs> it was a good match. So, we, but yeah. So, the, the we have the Grand Slam Tournament of Champions is what they're calling it. And it's everybody who's been a champion in the past, I guess, a, a world champion. And I, I, uh, it no, doesn't it's, matter it's if it was WWE or, or, or not. It's everybody that's been a champion in AEW. They just added. Well, Danielson was was they put like six time champion, so they well, acknowledged his WWE yeah. training. I was gonna say they just acknowledged them being world champions from other companies because if you look at Moxley, they recognize him as a three time champion, two time in AEW, yeah. one time in WWE. Because I was like, no, he's. And then yeah. then I said, well, in WWE is so I guess that's what they added all all together. So it's all the all the champions plus you got. Be Allen and Sammy Guevara in there, I guess because, for being TNT champions. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that that time. I mean, um, it, but again, why do you have ranking? I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna bitch about that forever. But I just I don't I don't understand. But anyway, it's it's pro wrestling, so so you can. Okay, but you can't sit there and say you're going to be a real life, like you're going to try to be more real than other companies and then they have a ranking system and then not fucking use it. Then don't tell me you have rankings. Get Do away with the rankings. FDR yeah, I, number one tag team fucking team. They have, the last they have used the rankings in the past, though. Yeah, but, they're, but they don't now. FTR has been the number one ranked team for like six months. They haven't got one title shot yet. Yeah, that doesn't that it doesn't make sense that they're they then they shouldn't put them that high on the ranking. That's what I'm saying. The ranking should match up with. Uh, yeah, I, I I agree with you 100 percent on that because the rankings should be matched up with the rest. Like yeah, it's FTR like should did, get a final shot. It's like when I just did the women's. It's like how they just did the women's match at All Out. She does not a ranked wrestler. Why the fuck was she getting a title? Yeah, shot? She, she had no place in. The, in the, I just, even asked you. I'm like, why is Sheeta in this? Well, it's because of Omega. But anyway, I don't know how that boat flies anymore. But it just yeah, don't tell me the rankings matter. Don't tell me the rankings matter if the rankings don't really fucking matter. Just do away with them. Right. I think they should keep them and use them. Myself. Well, then but, use them. <laughs> yeah, I think. They should use them to where they make sense. Right. Because FTR has been number one for how many weeks and they never get a title shot. That's it's really true. screwed up. It's been like six months. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is really screwed up. And I haven't really looked at the rankings, to be honest. I, I, look, at them, I look at them every week. Do you, do you look at them on AEW's site? On, yeah, on Twitter, like usually every Wednesday morning they post them. On their, on their Twitter account, and I look at them and I just laugh. Yeah, that's weird. I never get them. Yeah. And I'm on, I, and I follow them too. I just laugh because I'm like, they just don't make any sense. But anyway. Yeah. So we have MJF. He comes out very baby face ish. The hero's welcome, almost like he's in Long Island. He's wearing a Josh Allen Buffalo Bills jersey. He, he gives a, a mostly babyface style promo. <laughs> he says, uh, last time we saw him, he said offensive things he didn't mean. And then how he loves AEW. He even led an AEW chant. 
says he's not doing the tournament because he has a chip that guarantees him a shot at any damn time he wants. And Tony is paying him a boatload of money. He compares himself to Moses and says, I'm better than Moses than it's. And he gets in the ring and gets on the mic, tells MJF he's full of crap, absolutely full of crap, is what he said. Uh, MJF says, you think I'm not being sincere here in Buffalo, New York, in front of all these grotesque, poor, lard asses who have quite the worst football team in the United States of America back to being a heel. It was beautiful. <laughs> and MJF says maybe he doesn't uh, care about th- those people and he basically sees the title as a bargaining chip for bids and he's just going be bringing up Cody Rhodes and Nick Khan as well as uh, quoting the game Triple H saying that's what's best for business. And then Mox slaps the mic out of MJF's hand, telling him it's not the time or the place and to leave the ring or else he's going to make it. <laughs> then MJF takes off his shirt like he's going to fight him. And, of course, he rolls out of the ring and walks up the ramp. Very heel. I, I like that Mox, uh, when he was walking back, says, your theme music sucks, by the way. <laughs> Because there's a big thing about his theme music. Yeah. Big story about it. But then uh, Mox cuts a real... I, I thought this was... About how he's been embarrassed to have lost the title. He goes on to say what it represents and the passion he has for wrestling. The AEW Championship. It's, it's a great promo. He uh, talks on how he, he lost the game-winning shot. And he's supposed to be on vacation as of two days ago which we discussed and uh, he, he also talks about the tournament and the participants in it says it's not just winning time right now this is time to be a legend and I thought both promos were great um, I loved MJF's promo what do you feel how do you feel about him name dropping Nikon Triple H. Um, I loved it. Oh, I loved it. Now, here's my thing. Like, why are you giving? I I loved it because I, I I love the inside baseball thing. But like, do you think they really need to acknowledge WWE as much as they do? You know, I I thought in the beginning of this company they said we're not competition. Right. We're an alternative. Yes. And so why, uh, why keep why keep they giving up, publicity they, on their show? I don't know. They've brought up WWE more times than WWE's brought up AEW. I don't even like it when Punk does it. Like it's just. Uh, I mean, I love it because I know who Nick Khan is. I know his relationship with Bruce Prichard. I know. I I know. You don't you don't like, like things that are you. Uh, you do oh you always uh don't like things that are in things for people i don't i don't like that it's too inside baseball because i want to see this company grow i don't want AEW to go away like a tna where eventually they just have a hundred thousand people watching them on access tv i don't want that for there, this company. there are no tna though 
But but nobody thought. But people said that about TNA back in the day when they had Kurt Angle and AJ Styles and Kevin Nash. And, you know, they weren't filling these, weren't filling arenas back then either. They they were still in studio. Yeah, but they kept they kept name dropping WWE, and WWE doesn't give two shits less about AEW or or TNA compared to competition. You're not going to see The Miz or somebody come out and be like, or even Seth Rollins. When Seth Rollins fought Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania, he kept saying, welcome to the big time again. Like, and kind of demolishing AEW and things like that. And uh, I, don't I don't have that big a problem with it. I just think it's too inside baseball because now you're going to have people maybe go and look up these people and be like, why is... If MJ, if you haven't re-signed MJ up to a new contract, like I said, like I said, these are just Easter eggs, man. Yeah, but here's my thing: if MJF really is only signed till 2024, and you haven't re-signed him to a longer deal, why are you letting him name the competition and telling people in AEW, "I'm going to go to this other company in two years. Come with me when I go." I don't know why, but um, I think it only makes like his character that much more heelish. Well, see, I love it because I love the insider stuff, but I just wonder about the fan that just kind of turn tunes in. And if you're gonna let me talk about the other people this much, maybe I need to go see what the other people are doing. I don't There's know. so much other good stuff for the fan to watch on this show. That a little thing like that isn't gonna bother me one bit. Is it really a little thing though to talk yeah. about how they're gonna pay me more money and I'm gonna be able to go to the bigger company in two years? We don't we don't know what he, him and Tony Khan have discussed I, since he last I, was here. We, we I don't totally know. agree. I totally agree. But again. Why give them that publicity on your show when the other company is not going to do it? I just, I loved it. I thought it was a great promo. It also showed how MJF could be a face if he really wanted to be. Because the people, he pulled, it, he pulled it off really good. I the mean, people he, want to cheer him. They want to cheer him. And he keeps going back to being a dirty heel. So I think he loves being a heel. It's, I think it's funner being a heel to make people hate you than it is to get people. It's easy to get people to cheer for you. You can walk did out you and say, listen to, Did you listen to him, by the way, not to cut you off, but no, did, you ever listen, did you ever listen to him on Talk is Jericho where he did his whole interview in character? Yeah, I've seen him on that. I've heard him on like the wrestling prod, like other. He stays in character 24-7. On Busted Open Radio, he calls his mom a skank all the time and stuff like that. It's, <laughs> it, it's amazing. But... I would rather him cut a promo again on Tony Khan than I would him cut a promo about Triple H. Another, I, I don't know. And, yeah. and I thought Moxley's promo was it was passionate. It was great. Um, it kind of cracks me up that people in WWE didn't think he could cut a promo because he could cut a promo. I know they they wrote terrible things for him to follow. I hated it. I hated what they did to him. Oh, I agree. Oh. It was a great promo. Um, again, he is AEW. He's the backbone, that, and that's cool. Um, I'm interested to why. I'm interested to see if Mox isn't winning the belt. Why they had him come out and cut off MJF? Because MJF's coming for that title. So I think Danielson's going to win the tournament, and Mox is going to get his vacation. 
So does that mean Mox is going to come back and go after MJF? I don't know. But yeah, it was so it was good. It was a good start to the to the show. It was yeah. It was they're both great promos. Got me interested. And then uh, we have right after this we had the trios championship match, Death Triangle, Penta El Zero Muero, uh, Ray Phoenix and Pack Pack with uh, Alex Abrantes. And then we had the best friends Trent Beretta, Chuck Taylor, Orange Cassidy with Danhausen. Uh, both both teams start off just looking great. Um, this this entire match kept me so interested in what was going on. Um, it was a great match. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't look away. Yeah, it was, it, a, it, it was a great match. Do you see where some people are blaming Danhausen for Punk's outbreak because Punk's boots didn't fit, and then he wore Danhausen's boots, and, and they, they fit. <laughs> yeah, but some people are like, if Punk wears a size 11, how does Dan Housen's 10 fit him? Maybe that's why he was so grumpy after the pay-per-view, his feet hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I, I didn't see any of that. That's funny. The only but, problem I had with with this is Phoenix and Penta, like this year, have lost a lot more than I've won. And same thing with the best friends. They've lost a lot more than they won, and they were the ones going for the sixth man, but whatever. Um, the right team won, I guess, I think. And then also it made Pac the first two-time or the first uh, two champion. Uh, two, it's Pac. Two, well, two, it's Pac. Oh, it's Pac. Tupac, baby. It's Tupac. It's It's Pac. Okay, Pac. Whatever. He's the first... <laughs> He's the first double champion ever in AEW, so that's pretty cool too. Yeah. So he, but what is what does that All Atlantic title mean to anybody right now? It's about well, as good as FTW title. I disagree. It's I think because he's defended it overseas in other companies, and I and think I, it, I know why he's doing that. I I I mean I get that. But I think it gets. You want to get known over there. You got to remember this. They want to go overseas and they want to tour you. They want to tour the UK and they want to tour, you know, Germany and, and then some of these other places like the WWE does. But that's that's uh, great for their. That's great for their business. But to to us fans, the title doesn't mean that much. But but why does it matter to you if a championship means that much? I just don't want too many out there. It it detracts from all the other championships. I mean, AEW has like 150 wrestlers. If they have six champions, who fucking cares? It's like 1%. They're going to need it, but yeah, but they don't even have enough airtime to... You know what I mean? No, they don't I'm, have airtime to present everybody that, that works for them. It's just... That, you have to watch Dark, Dark Elevation... Dynamite yeah. and Rampage. They want to try to get people to watch Dark instead of watching Raw. They want to get people to watch Elevation instead of SmackDown. I mean, I get it, and I get what you're saying too, but also, you can just say that Pac's a champion, and people have to look at him as a champion. I guess it's a good championship for Dark. It's a good it's championship to be on Pac because Pac sometimes goes to his own country a lot. And he can't come back because of visa issues, and but he can at least still represent. Him. That? 
Huh? Is he still de- dealing with that? I think so. I think so. I think oh. because of COVID, it's really weird. So, like, if he does go home and he can't come back for a while, he can still yeah. represent EW as a champion in RevPro and some of these other p- promotions. And you, you might get some eyeballs on AEW. So, I don't think it hurts. Yeah, I, I see your point. It's a good point. But uh, after this I'm match... I'm smart, bro. I'm fucking smart. <laughs> but, uh, you are, man. But oh, after man. this match, Tony Schiavone's backstage with the Dark Order... And uh, Alex, the assistant, interrupts and hands Ten some papers and says Andre wants him to sign them. And John Silver gives him a stiff shove, and <laughs> then Andrade comes walking in with a crutch. It's for later, and walks off. And the Dark Order acts all confused. Doesn't and- he say the line like, "Hey, get the fuck out of here"? Your last name is actually the assistant. <laughs> yeah. That was John Silver is all right, but I still don't take him seriously. Like he still has when he wants to fight and stuff, so he's kind of a goof. He's comedy gold, but that that was fucking funny. That popped me right there. Yeah, he's a goofball. But uh, I wonder what the crutch is for. Uh, Do you think that the crutch is for him if he doesn't sign? I don't know. Maybe he's going to use it against them to turn heel. I don't fucking know. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Yeah. It'll make sense down the road, I'm sure. But then we see a video package of the women's match at All Out showing Britt Baker pulling out the red when Hater had the cover. And it shows Britt and Hater after the match. And Hater's pissed off at Baker, yelling at her and Baker eyes and say she's sorry. I really wish they would just fucking end this and like one of them turn on the other one so I can get over this fucking storyline. Yeah, it's it's been it, it's been long, long, long term thinking. That's the thing with AEW. So they either do shit way too fucking long or they do shit way too fucking quick. There's no in between. They need to pull the trigger when the interest is at its peak. Thank you. I've been saying that. I've been saying that. I'm going to talk about it when Wardlow does his promo later. Like, what the fuck do we wait for? I don't get it. I think... I think his promo helped him, though. I think that got you back into it. Got, got you thinking how, seri- how serious he is, you know. But you shouldn't have been able to be not... He the- should have kept it that way. I agree. It, and that's it the thing. Been- yeah, no, we're, we're 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 on the same page here, and we'll yeah. talk about it when we get there. But I think something's gonna happen this week because I think Brett Baker fate, uh, takes on Serena Deeb this weekend on Dynamite, so I think we'll see something happen there. Yeah, there's got to be some interference or something's gonna happen to where uh, she gets screwed by Hater. Yeah, I agree. That's what I'm imagining. But uh, we got next. Uh, Penelope Ford with Kip Sabian. He's got the box on his head. And versus Tony Storm. And she's the interim women's champion. And I guess if Ford wins the match, she gets the next shot at the title. So stupid. But it but is not interim champion champion. And then Tony Storm wins with I, I don't know. 
here, here's my here's my complaint about this. Where has Penelope, Penelope Ford been? She's been yeah. In- she's not she's not a top five wrestler. So out of the she's, fucking blue, she's not even yeah. So out of the blue, she gets a match where if she wins, she gets a title shot. Why do you have fucking ranking? It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he needs so, to use them better. He stole this from WWE because they would do the fucking championship and I would bash it when they did it. It's fucking stupid. If you're the champion and I fucking pin you, then I'm the champion. Exactly. But if, Not, if she pinned if she pinned Tony Storm, she wasn't the interim yeah. champion. She just got no. a shot. Yeah. I don't know. It's it, fucking it was dumb. Weird. It's fucking dumb. And this match wasn't wasn't that great. To be truthful, um, it was horrible. Tony Storm hits the hip attack, and then she hit this real slow motion weird DDT for the win. You know it what didn't I'm even. It, it looked like crap. I'm sorry. You know what I say about the hip attack, right? She can do that yeah. anytime <laughs> she wants to. <laughs> she has some. What was that DDT, man? It was. He has terrible. some name for it. I forget. It's called like the Storm something. I forget, but it was. She shouldn't stupid. do was, it. Yeah, I was so over it. I was so over it. Yeah, she, she should. She shouldn't do that. <laughs> Win in that match. Uh, then we have Matt Menard and Angelo Parker backstage. Clips of their altercation in the match with Hook and Action jo- Johnson Bronson. Sorry, Action Bronson getting involved. Don't talk Bron- about rappers like that what's that oh yeah don't disrespect so, my favorite rappers bro all right well he looks um, like a Bron- Bron- Bronson and hook uh you know just basically respond by bronson saying there he's gonna get revenge at grand slam and don't piss hook off bronson uh, actually bronson i don't, don't, don't want to see him wrestle i do just because i think no. it's funny Terrible. He was terrible. It, it was funny, and he's he's big in that area. He's from Queens, I think, New York, and he does Hook's theme song. I love Daddy Magic. I like Hook's the theme song. I do. Yeah, it's just a pop for New York. That's all it is. It's just to try to get some people. It's just it's a celebrity match to try to get some eyeballs on Grand Slam. That's all. It is. Where, where's Grand Slam going to be held in New York? Yeah, it's at Arthur Ashe Stadium. That's where they did it last year. Oh, it's a oh, stadium. So makes. That's why. But, but hey, he does he, look like a fat. He looks like a fat Bray Wyatt. I'm just saying. He does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Throw a hat on him and put him in a rocking chair <laughs> with give a Hawaiian him, shirt on. And... Give him a lantern. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Action Bronson. I really like your song. Mm. I don't mean to. Be it's crazy. a good song, bro. But. He has he has other good songs too. He's a good rapper. But anyway. The, anyways, we got the acclaimed. They come out. Speaking of rap, scissor me, daddy ass, scissor me. Yeah. So the acclaimed is going to do a rap, and Swerve Strickland interrupts him, and okay. he's playing kind. Of, he's playing kind of a heel. Yes. Yes. In the chant of asshole. So I. So did we see this team turn heel? I think so because of the pay per view, and he's playing heel because the uh, the acclaimed are so over. It's going to be another great match at, at Grand Slam. I thought this was a great yeah. segment. It kind of showed that Swerve can do. I think Swerve's a future world champion. I really do. And I, I, I know this, you do. I and I don't think he's there yet. Oh, I think he's there and been there. 
Nine. In the, in the ring, he does not impress me as much. What? His in-ring work is amazing, bro. Like, I've seen him in L- LW. I've seen him in Defy. I've seen I th- him in I, think, I just think he's a little bit overrated. Nah, I think you're wrong on that. I think you're way wrong on that one. Uh, exciting. Well, you know what? Poo-poo on you. Yeah, Keith Lee excites me more. Oh, whatever. The way he talks... I feel like he's trying to read me a Shakespeare play. Oh, get the fuck out of it. Come on. Yeah, his, his, he, he, I, I'm not necessarily talking about him on the mic. The ring. I, I like Keith Lee better. You gotta have both. Well, you gotta have both to make this team. It's a good team. It's a good it's team. It's a good team. Not, is terrible in any means. I'm just he's, not, I'm not up there with everybody. Now he's uh he's main event, bro. I'm just saying he's he's amazing. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, time will tell. I'll be right, as always. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not closed to it. I just he doesn't excite me personally. I'd probably go for the person against him. I think when I see him, I see star. I see star written all over him. He has the charisma. He has the mic skills. He has the wrestling moonset. Have you ever seen some of him in old Darby Allen wrestling matches from Portland, Oregon? Oh, my God. No, I haven't watched any of his other uh, the shit that he's done. Oh, man. Him and Darby used to have some fucking wars, bro. I didn't watch wars. that promotion. What Was yeah. that MLW? Defy. Oh, Defy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He, uh... Yeah, I, actually I didn't watch... I don't watch Defy. Maybe I should. You very should. Moxley's on there sometimes too. Him and Tom Lawyer had a great match not too long ago. But um, um, you know how I hate intergender matches. Yeah, I, I hate them. I can't fucking stand them. I love him. Him and Athena had one of the best pro wrestling matches this year. And and Revolve it was called. I, I have it on my fight TV. Maybe I'll have to let you watch it. Like, I bought it. It was it was on my birthday. It was on my birthday, April 16th. Um, him and Athena tore the fucking house down. Yeah, shoot it over to me. I'd like to see that match. I'll tell because I'm logged into your fight. I have to remember what my fight is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll have to look at someone. I think you watch out while Mud Show shit. Dude, I'm fucking trying. I just saw where Cole, uh, our buddy Cole is going to be in a six way for the number one GCW. I, the only problem is I just don't have the time to watch 16 hours of GCW on a weekend. It's just so hard. I but, know. I, that's, why, that's why I always report on it late <laughs> because it's too much to do immediately. But, uh, yeah, him, them two had a great match and it, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, All right. Yeah, to me, he just has it. It just—he has it. It's just—I don't know. Sometimes when well, you I'm, have I'm it, very looking forward to this uh, Swerve in Our Glory versus the Acclaim Two match. Well, the Acclaim's gonna win because they should have called the Audible. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have high expectations that they will win. Well, I think you're gonna see one of them two fuck up, and then them two are gonna go into a program, but. Yeah, yeah I got, uh, that, makes sense. that makes a lot of sense. 
Because yeah, you got to remember when Swerve signed, they brought him out as a big signing. Like Tony Khan thinks a lot about Swerve. Oh Strickland. yeah, they they rolled. They pretty much rolled out the red carpet for his introduction. Had Tony yeah, Schiavone there. So they, I mean, they did definitely introduce him like he's and big. Swerve has a new song on Spotify. I wish I remembered it, but it's fucking badass. His album on Spotify is badass. Uh, Swerve I'm, I'm probably never going to listen to it. I know you don't fucking listen to rap, but whatever. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm rock and roll, baby. I know, I know. I listen to all music, but anyway. I, I, I listen to a lot of styles of music. Rap is not one of them. Yeah, and country and rap is not one of them. You're missing out, but that's all right. That's all right. I'll listen to it for us. Yeah. You, you keep you keep me posted on who's good and who's not. <laughs> <laughs> I got so, you, bro. So we got Tony Trelawney backstage with Anna J.A.S., Sammy Guevara, T- Ty Mello, and Chris Jericho and Chris Jericho talks about his win over Brian Danielson says he's the BWBC whatever that means tells uh, Tony was, that. he oh, tells him would, that. Yeah. beat beat every member Blackpool Combat Club B-W-E though B-W-E B-E-W but he said B-W-E Every, I don't fucking know. It's something like that. But, something, something. Yeah. DC, but it's only DC. I don't know. But uh, it's, it's Jack Hager, But also to that point, Jack Hager just signed a new contract with AEW. Who did? Jack. Uh, Jake Hager. Oh, Jay Hager. Yeah. Okay. But well, he, he's. I wonder. Uh, yeah, he's still in the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society. Yep. So I wonder what they'll do with them. Do you know who Jake Hager beat for his first world title? Uh, I should know because I I watched it. Um, in WWE, who did Jake Hager beat? On SmackDown, he was Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger versus who was it? I can't remember back that far. Chris Jericho. Uh huh. Interesting. Yes. Their, their relationship so, was back. I'm so smart. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> so he he goes on to say that he's going to be champ at Grand Slam. Then Sammy says he's going to be Allen at Rampage in the tournament. Jericho addresses how Daniel Garcia is going to have to win his match tonight without the help from the JAS. And that was that bit of backstage promos then we had I don't have nothing to say about that yeah I don't either then we have next we have the TNT uh, championship match it's Wardlow versus Tony Nese with Smart Mark Sterling Tony Uh, Nese is fucking jacked bro Tony's huge but he started in the beginning of this match started playing with Wardlow's pecs for some reason and just pissing Wardlow off and then Wardlow just hits a headbutt then a short arm clothesline and Wardlow uh, after that just does a powerbomb symphony on him and wins what have I been saying about Wardlow 
that he needs to be on TV every fucking week and doing yeah. the same thing. Like he cut an emotional promo. I get it, but here's the thing: yeah, when, he, yeah. how Boy. hot when when he beat MJF? How hot was fucking Wardlow? Oh, they should have struck right then and just kept him going. Yeah, I was just saying. I, and now we've always me, talked about this. Tell me one memorable moment. Of his TNT title reign, there isn't one. There isn't one. You got. I, this is one thing I don't get with Tony. When somebody gets really hot, FTR, Wardlow, whoever, it seems like that they put he puts them on like cooldown for some reason. I don't get it. I would have him and Jade Cargill from the women's side every week have a five minute squash match where they just look fucking dominant and beat the shit out of somebody. I don't care. If it's a fucking jobber from the local wrestling training school, yeah, in that area, because you can you can really say the same thing about about Jade. Yeah, I'd have both. I would have, have one. Trouble. I would have one in the first hour to a fucking squash match. The other one do a squash match and just keep building and building and building. This I think I built like a long time now though I think that and they have had her on TV I how think long, that how long have they had Jade in the company two years I don't know has it been two years really yeah because her first match was her and Cody versus Shaq and somebody I yeah, yeah. Shaq, Shaq and, Red and she only has 37 wins what I would have her out there every week beating somebody I would only I, have think, I think 37 wins is damn that's a good number but only 37 in two years there's 52 weeks in a year so we're looking at over 100 oh, weeks of dynamite and yeah. she only has 37 they didn't use her much though when they first had her I would have I would have I would have put a rocket to her back I would have put a rocket to Wardlow's back and I would have had him beat every fucking body like remember Wardlow fucking fought CM Punk and he fucking power drived him like 30 fucking times and the only yeah. reason he won was because MJF fucked it up I would have had him going over Punk then I would have had him just fucking go fucking crazy <laughs> I mean you want to build a badass right why yeah why yeah I, I don't get it I don't know but after this match he wins it and then he uh pulls Sterling into the ring Sterling gets rescued by this guy named Josh Woods, who they announce as an associate of Sterling's. I, you I don't know who Josh Woods is. Josh Woods is a former UFC fighter who was a dominant, dominant wrestler in ROH before he yeah. lost the title to oh, oh, so He has wrestled in... in so he, he did wrestle in ROH? Oh, he was the R.H. Pure Champ. Wheeler, that's who Wheeler you to beat for the title. Was, was Josh Woods? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, How that come like, I don't remember that? I don't know. Maybe you're high. I don't fucking know. But yeah, that's who I, he beat. Maybe I am. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, well, he's with Sterling now. Uh, then Wardlow gets on the mic. He, he uh, addresses all the talk in the inter- on the internet about him, like you and I talk. Uh, kind of like what we've been saying. Right. And uh, gives a real, 
like fired up promo. This guy can, and I was thinking this guy can do this. He he can cut a promo. He does. I mean, what Here's can he? Thing. Here's the thing. I think Tony thinks because Tony's a, a a fan of wrestling. So one of the complaints of people in WWE was how they never got time off, right? So they always talked about how they had to wrestle like 300 times a year, blah, 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 this and that. Well, I think Tony likes to cycle people in and out, but you only need to cycle people in and out when they're not in a big story. When you're the TNT champion and you want to make it prestigious, he needs to be doing it every week. Darby Allen got that title over and was probably the best TNT champion because he fucking wrestled somebody every week. Yeah, uh, I I agree. I think you need if you're not gonna have him on Dynamite doing, him on Rampage doing it. Yeah, just wrestle. So I don't have him have either one. Just have him on weekly. Hey, Tony Khan, hire me. I'll travel week to week to every fucking place you're at, and Wardlow can powerbomb me thirty five fucking times and win every match. <laughs> I mean, just I'll take I, that paycheck. Yeah, like anybody. <laughs> But, like, Wardlow has barely been on TV since he won the title. Yeah, and we've been complaining about it every time. And I'm I'm sorry, but the ratings show it. Yeah, he... he uh, I mean, this was all great for him, and I... This is, this is my hope out of all of this, that you could tell that they had that staff meeting firing everybody up. Right. You can tell Wardlow took that to heart. How can it hurt to have him in a five-minute segment every week? I just don't know. Yeah, he he can he can do this. He's got this. He's champion. He felt like a champion. He looked like a champion. Yeah, I mean, just let him just let him run with it. Yep, I agree. Then we have a video package with Darby cutting a promo about his upcoming match with Guevara. That was very short. Uh. Nobody really cares about seeing that match again. Nope. Uh, we have the Tournament of Champions wild card. I don't know why it's a wild card. It was on the bracket, but anyway. <laughs> uh, it's Brian Danielson versus Hangman Adam Page. This was a job, but it went. My complaint is it went into picture in picture twice. You're right. That really pissed me off. Yeah. Because nobody watches Picture in Picture. We've discussed that on this show, how terrible Picture in Picture is. Yeah. Uh, the it, it was a good match for, from what I saw, but the match ended with an attempt by Paige for the buckshot lariat, and Danielson reversed it into a, a pinfall bridge for the win. Uh, I think Danielson, in the most part, is the star in this match, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he just blew me away more so than than Paige did. He's so good. He's just so good. Such, yeah. Such a great pro wrestler. I He's really, amazing. I really hope they put the belt on him. I really hope. That's that's who I, I'm going for, too. It's got to be Danielson. Danielson let, has to come out champ. Let Moxley have his vacation. Let's let Danielson get a world title ring. And we go for that. And then maybe have Moxley come back and feud. I don't know. Something. Yeah. Something. But it'll be good. Uh, I, I'm hoping that that's uh, who it's going to be in the end anyway. 
we have a video package next with Jungle Boy cutting a promo on Luchasaurus for their upcoming match with each other. How excited are you about Jungle Boy versus Luchasaurus? Um, I'm a little bit. I kind of want to see where they go, but to me, it seems too soon because Christian Cage is going to be out for like six, nine months. So where are you going to go with this? Like if, if Luchasaurus loses, what happens to Luchasaurus? If Jungle Boy loses, what happens to Jungle Boy? Like, I just, I don't get it. I would save it maybe for full, for full, for uh, full gear. But, because you're not going to have Punk, you're not going to have some people for yeah, that reveal. going to need this. So, um, I like where the Jungle Boy character is going. How long is Christian out for? Six to nine months. Jeez, okay. So, I was going to say... If he's out that long, I was going to say, well, maybe it gives him time to get Christian back in the picture somehow. He has the same injury as Punk, so we'll see. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, After this, we had Stokely Hathaway. He's out with his uh, new new stable, I guess. He's got Austin Gunn, Colton Gunn, Lee Moriarty, W. Morrissey, Ethan Page... And this looks like a stable that nobody's going to really care about. Well, my thing is, like, you won the match for MJF, but why is MJF not with you? Like, I'm confused. Yeah, wouldn't MJF be working with you or for you or something? Yeah, I I don't get get it. I don't get it. But then a producer or a a stagehand producer, whatever, tells him to, to cut it short. And then he built. He, uh, Stokely bullies the producer, hits him with the mic. Everyone beats on him. Well, actually, the gun beat on him. And then uh, Stokely Hathaway uh, points to Morrissey or something like that. And everyone uh, holds holds up the stagehand. Morrissey boots him in the face. And then we went to commercial. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. So who knows? Yeah. That when I I I'm personally not a fan of the stable yet. Uh, I'd have to see a lot more. I'm a fan of W Morrissey, but I don't know where we're going with this. Yeah, I I don't either. We'll have to see. Uh, so far, it's like I said, it's a stable nobody really cares about right now. But you just had them in a main angle on the pay per view, and then you don't even have them with MJF. I don't. I, I'm confused. Yeah, I, I was wondering about that same exact thing. So we need to figure that out. So we have the next is our main event, ROH Pure Championship. Daniel Garcia versus Wheeler Yuta. I think they did a good job explaining the rules. Yep. Um, which was needed for the Pure Championship being defended for the first time on AEW. Well, not not in AEW, but on on Dynamite, I think. Yeah. So Garcia is played out by a hip hop artist, Westside West Side, Gun. No West Side Gun. Yeah. I told you that this was terrible. It was awesome. <laughs> and you loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I'm this just so, I'm just confused so because like. ROH right now doesn't have a TV show. It doesn't have this. It doesn't have that. Why is it your main event? I know uh, it's just like I said. This show started at 1.2 million viewers. When we got to this match, it was at like 800,000. 
Daniel Garcia has been in the most main events in the past year. I would have rather had this match earlier instead of the main event. It was a fine wrestling match. And you got the hometown boy a pop and they fucking did confetti. Main, main event, I would have saved the Danielson match. I would have switched it with the Danielson match. Yeah, it's just... I yeah. Know. I mean, okay. I, I just... I don't... It was a great match. It um, was. Garcia is always a treat to watch. And... Uh, he, he now uses what he calls the dragon tamer. It's just a sharpshooter put, yeah. pulled way back. Uh, but he put that on repeatedly during the match. Uh, uh, he he won the match. And Brian Danielson then comes out, puts the belt onto, onto Garcia as a sign of respect. I thought it was a really cool moment. It was. And... Uh, Jericho came out and he looks confused about this and pissed off and like what what the fuck are you doing you know I think you'll see Garcia turn on Jericho this week and help I'm I'm waiting for that yeah I think everybody's waiting for that and I hope they don't pull it out too long yeah I hope it happens this week I hope he helps Danielson win helps his hero helps his idol get to the main event of Grand Slam but uh, again I just I just wish this match would have been earlier um, I think some people have some Garcia fatigue um, in AEW because like I said he's been on so many main events and this and that and I just um, it was cool you got the confetti okay yeah um, what did you rate this show uh, like I said earlier um I'm going to go two and a half just for the Jeez. fact that just I, I just wish what happened at the scrum was like addressed and again I'm so tired of tournaments so like I like tournaments but I didn't need another one already just coming off the AEW trios tournament I just wish they would have just made Danielson versus Mox the match like had them two one two in the rankings but then how could you have Danielson number two in the rankings when he just lost to Jericho? So I get it. It just seems like sometimes we're too cute for our own good. <laughs> um, it was a good It was a good Dynamite. I just think it could have been great. Like I said, it, I'll take any good Dynamite over any other wrestling show all day. But I just think there was a chance to like maybe make a Tony Khan character, a bad guy, the evil billionaire who punk screwed punk and the elite screwed the elite fuck everybody that likes them here's who I'm putting titles on something like that like I just thought there could be a story that could have been told that we didn't tell and left a lot of money on the table I see and I rated it a 3.75 I mean I, I, I mean I get that I mean I get it but I just it, it was for, for the short amount of time they had to, to put this show together and to rethink everything. Uh, and I enjoyed almost every single match on there. I I enjoyed the matches. I, like I said, it wasn't a bad dynamite. I just think so much more could have been done. When, when you have such a big news story being talked about you, why not? It, you're already catering to the smart fans. Why not cater more? Yeah, give and, it give it time. I I'd say give but, it time. 
but that's the thing with AEW. It's always give it time. And when is the right time? Like, I just, yeah, yeah, they might be threatening to sue you. Fucking let them sue you. You have a contract. They fucking fought in the back. I mean, it's not going to hold up in court. Use this. Use it. It could have been the. St- I think this could yeah, have made. I, I think this could have been the made the storyline that propels them into the future. We don't. We don't know uh, the situation, though. I mean, that's the but, thing. It's like I think. I think he's treating the situation with baby gloves. But to I, not even acknowledge it, like you took them off the intro. You I did this. I think he you did. did that. Like I said, he played it safe. He's yeah, but what if somebody didn't spend fifty dollars to watch the pay per view, and didn't know who the champion was, and didn't know what had happened? Now you're just telling them you stripped people. Well, well, well why did you strip them? Why? It'll give them a reason to tune in next week. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very interested to see what this rating will be this week. Because we'll, are people going to be pissed off? Yeah, I don't, are, I don't know. I don't know if people were expecting what you're expecting or what they were expecting i just i just enjoyed this show a lot more than you did i mean i enjoyed it don't get me wrong i love dynamite it's just mm. well who was who was your wrestler of the night oh fuck if i had to pick somebody um you know i'm gonna go mjf just for that promo. Of the week. sorry sorry who'd you say MJF, just for the promo. Oh, yeah, he that's a good pick. Pick. Well, mine is close. Who? Mine is close to yours. Um, Wardlow. Hmm? Wardlow is my wrestler of the week. I can see that. Just he for the, everything he presented to us. Yeah, no. It, it showed me he can do this. He's got yeah. it. But that's the thing. He, he he could have been doing this for weeks now. Is my problem. Yeah, he could have, and I I I'm just I just hope that they keep running with him. I do too. They, I do too. They, they keep him hot, and you know, hopefully we get a, a good TNT. I don't know. Are they going to have him at Grand Slam? I, have I, at Grand Slam? You have to. Yeah, I hope I hope we get a good Grand Slam match out of this. But but who's gonna face him? That's the problem. Yeah. So I don't know. I just I get tired of the start stop start stop, and I really just think that you had such an opportunity to capitalize on what everybody's talking about, and you just said, you know what? They're stripped. Here, here here's the new matches. You know, we just had a tournament. We're gonna have another one. I just. I don't know. Here's here's a question I had for you that you may or may not know, and uh, it's it's probably it's probably the question that everybody's asked. But do do you think they're going to be stripped of their uh, vice president? Um, I do, and um, I think you have to because like when me and you first talked about this, it's not like CM Punk and Orange Cassidy got into a fight, like two wrestlers. Because this happens all the time. Like, it happens in every business where people fight. This is too... You're an executive of a company. Like, whenever you hold, like, a meeting, these are your vice presidents. You know what I mean? Right. 
it would be like me talking shit about my boss. Let's say me and you were talking, and my boss overheard me talking, and he comes out and tries to fight me. I'm gonna sue the fuck out of him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can't like. And I get that the Bucks were pissed. I get that Omega was pissed. I get it. But your executive vice president, Cody Rhodes, put up a tweet. He put, he took it down, but he he put up a tweet after all this happened and said, "And y'all wonder why I left." And then, he, and then he took it down. What was weird about Cody leaving is like, I thought he was leaving his best friends and, you know. But, well, him and the Bucks were going at it. They, were, they didn't see it, eye to eye. And they had a falling out, I guess, huh? Yeah, they didn't They didn't see eye to eye creatively because everybody wanted Cody to turn heel. Like, Cody didn't want to turn heel. Yeah, he didn't want to go heel. Yeah. But, again, that, I think that's why Punk's so mad is... Hello? Yeah. Is that it's it's vice president. It's not mm-hmm. just a regular wrestler. It's not one of the boys. Yeah, they I, definitely did not behave like vice presidents in any sense of the word. Yeah. They they did not conduct themselves well at all. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Well, it's been great talking with you this week. Same, bro. Same. Yeah, I'm glad we got this in. Um, get rid of those cats. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I think uh, almost all of them will be adopted by the end of the night. There you go. We'll see. And it's been a busy day for him, so yeah, we found, I found him some good homes. Got two down, three to go. There we go. <laughs> Hopefully we get a good dynamite tomorrow. We'll see, and then we'll we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, I, I can't wait to watch it actually because I want to see where everything goes. I just, again, I just, again, I just think there's an opportunity missed where you're the new story out of a WWE pay per view, an NXT pay per view, an AEW pay per view. Everybody's talking about the scrum, and then yet you don't acknowledge it. I just, I, I, I just think there's such an opportunity missed. True. Um, I, I mean, I see that. But I don't know where I was going. I just lost my thought. <laughs> I just, I, you know, I just, you know, and I know Tony's young to this. He's new to this. He's only been, you know, AEW is a three-year-old going on four-year-old company, but. It's wrestling, so people automatically already think it's a work. I mean, I I thought I thought it would have because Tony always likes to blur the lines of what's really going on and what, what isn't. Kayfabe is not. And I was is... I was kind of like a little surprised that uh, they he went throughout the that he did, but yeah. then again, I could see why he did it. But everything is so inside baseball with everything, and yet you don't go inside baseball on your biggest story. I just, it doesn't make sense to me. It's just, I'm, I'm just thinking that it's oh, there's there's a lot more to the situation than we know. I mean, I understand people are threatening lawsuits, but you know what? You could threaten a lawsuit every day, but do you really want to spend that much money? And these people are threatening See, that's what I'm thinking That's why I'm thinking he just wants to stay out of it. Don't mention it. And... But he knew what was going to happen. He knew what Punk was going to do. And he has more money than these guys do. 
He's their fucking boss. So, you know what? You want to sue me? Go ahead. I got better lawyers and I got more money. Yeah, to do. I'll shut you down anyway. I could see that. I don't know. Yeah. I, guess- I was... I, I mean, I was almost, I was like almost expecting him to include something about it. I but just like how, like, I'm like, oh, okay, so they're gonna play it that way. So. Well, it was just he came out, and here's the thing: like, I've been to an AEW Dynamite. I've been to an AEW. People love Tony Khan, but like I said, when he came up on the TV screen, they cut to him really fast. But people were booing. He yeah, it's a, it's a good thing he didn't come out and speak live. That would have been it, a disaster. He, no, it would have been great because then it would have made the character. I just think there was so I, much money well, left. He doesn't want to beat the character, though. But he does. It's Tony fucking Khan. He's been watching yeah. wrestling for how long? You, you can't tell me he wouldn't want to be a Vince McMahon character on his own TV show. Get out of here. I Guess don't know. Me. I don't know. Uh, I'm not we'll him. See. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll, the, I, I'm excited to watch tomorrow night, though. That's for sure. I just hope they hit a million again because if they start going under a million with these guys gone, something bad's going to happen, and I don't want it to happen. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm optimistic. But um, I'm on Twitter at jblund23, uh, Facebook, Jason Wayne Blunt Sr., also an uh, administrator on uh, Unscripted Violence. Hook us up, tell your friends. Let's get this thing growing. Yes. And you can find me on Twitter. It is... Uh, what, what is my Twitter? Fuck, I don't know. Staggerly something? Stagger, it's Staggerly777. I was trying yeah, to... Right. It. I, bet, I got so many different names on things. And <laughs> uh, then uh, on Facebook, I just Staggerly. Look me up. Um, and go to Unscripted Violence Pro Wrestling Talk Group on Facebook. If you're not a member, join. We'd love to have you in the family. I'm glad we got this in. Yeah, me too. It's All been right, a it's been a it's been a good week. Uh, look forward to tomorrow night, and look forward to. Well, I'm not going to be able to watch it with you. That's all right. You know, I'll be, you know, I'll be uh, sending you messages. And shit, yeah, so. yeah. I look forward to your little insights and everything that you like to send me. It's great. You just, I just got to get you to Cincinnati. That's all I got to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bro. I'm gonna go to bed. I love you, man. I'll, I'll talk all to right. you tomorrow. All right. Love you. Love all you guys. And good night, everybody. Let's go. Let's go.